Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where I discuss the things that make me mad. What is going on, everybody? This episode 115 of the podcast. Excited to do this on a special Labor Day edition of the podcast. Will I publish this episode in time for it to come out on Labor Day? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I've got a couple hours left, but I figured since I had the day off because of the holiday, shout out to all the workers past and present uh, for this holiday being dedicated to The American worker does deserve a day off. The American worker deserves more than one day off. There should be a labor week, a labor month, even a labor year where we just don't have to work. I think people could handle it. But anyway, this is episode 115 of the podcast. I am excited today because also, too, I'm trying out a little something new. I'm recording this while standing. I feel like, well, if I stand... I won't yawn because when I'm normally when I record, I'll like lean back in a chair and all that. Like I said earlier in previous episodes, I'm trying to get this podcast going on another level back to where it was before pre-pandemic, back when I was at school, and I feel like maybe standing's the way to go. Maybe if I stand, I'll bring a little bit more energy, so, you know, that's how I feel about it. So, I'm excited to record about some of the stuff today because I've got some stuff that has made me mad recently. So I'm ready to get into it. So, last week I recorded an episode with uh, Peyton and Jasper. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back listen to it. Pretty solid episode. This is one of my best all time. Eh, I don't know, maybe not. But it's still, I would say, maybe top 10. Maybe top 10. They gotta be top 15 for sure, but top 10 maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, but yeah, record with Jasper and Peyton. So that's probably a little bit of the older side of what makes me mad. But one of the things that made me mad though, wanted to watch Daytona last week. I'm a, you know me, I'm a big NASCAR fan. I always enjoy when they race at Daytona Super Speedway. It is always a fun time. Action packed. Uh, cars constantly racing in the pack. And yeah, a couple big wrecks happened here and there, but Daytona, big important thing on the line, right? Because it is the last chance for drivers to get into the chase for the playoff cup, which is NASCAR's playoff line. So basically, it's like you've got 16 drivers that qualify at a certain point, and Daytona was the last race for drivers who weren't qualified to get into the playoffs. So a lot of drama, a lot of action going on, right? And I was bummed out because Saturday, because normally, you know, NASCAR doesn't have a whole lot of night races no more. They, they want to go on the rating side of things, so they always go for the Sunday afternoon primetime slot, which I guess, you know, you got to make your money somehow. But it was supposed to be Saturday night because Daytona, you always have one to start off the season underway at uh, Daytona in February. And then you have one that's the night race. It used to be July 4th night race, but that got changed uh, to put Daytona at the end. So that way you would have, you know, a little extra chaos for the playoff, right? And so, Saturday race comes around. I'm like, I am watching the race. That whole weekend, it rained down in Daytona. So it was frustrating for a fan like me because, let's see here, the Xfinity race started up super late. 
and they ran into like the wee hours of the morning, I think. The Saturday night race, I literally had my day planned around. I was like, Thursday, Saturday night, I am watching the Daytona race. Daytona race did not happen, so my plans fell through then. So I was like, well, shoot, now I don't have anything to do. So Saturday night, just kind of sat around, fiddled around, heard that they were racing at 10 o'clock in the morning because Sunday also, too, was supposed to rain. So it's like I have to get up right away and uh, start watching NASCAR. I missed, like, the first stage, but, you know, I'm watching it. Second stage finishes up, I want to say. Then third stage, they're running. Uh, the radar is clearly saying, you know, hey, it's the, it's about to start raining in seven bits. Like, they literally have it to a minute. It's spotters are telling their drivers, all right, like, rain imminent. Like, get up to the front, try to get up to the front. Who knows what's going to happen with this race, right? It's so, like, normally when you drive, 60 miles an hour in the rain isn't too bad. When you're driving at 190 miles an hour in a pack on tires that don't have any grip for your rain to shoot out of, uh, yeah, a little dangerous, right? So they're driving, and the spotters are literally telling their drivers, hey, it's raining up where we're sitting. Push it, push it, push it, because it's still green. So NASCAR's genius idea thinking I don't know who is in charge of throwing the yellow. Who's, like, in charge of... Because this literally happened at New Hampshire. New Hampshire was worse because it was, like, sprinkling. And then, like, they threw the flag two laps later after a huge caution happened because a bunch of cars spun and wrecked each other. Because they were like, oh, you didn't know. And so, you have these cars racing at 100 miles, 190 miles an hour into a turn that's slick because it started to rain. And so, you want to know what happens? Oh, a bunch of cars crash, and the entire field basically gets taken out because it's, you know, slick, and you're driving at 190 miles an hour. Very easy to wipe out. That's what happened. And so my thinking is, if the spotters are sitting up in this tower, you know, around the track, and they can feel the rain coming, how come no one in NASCAR was like, okay, the spotters are sensing rain. Let's just throw the caution flag now. So that way we don't wreck. But no, they literally enter turn one. And right before the wreck happens, I see, like, you could clearly see rain on the camera well. Like, the camera is getting covered with raindrops. And then you see, like, six cars spin and take out the entire field. And so then NASCAR's like, oh, no, it was raining before that. You know, because apparently they're the dumbest organization I've ever seen. And so... The but yeah, like basically the entire field gets taken out. Luckily, to NASCAR's credit, they decided to keep uh like the race in a rain delay. I was like, oh, if they call this race, they better not. Uh, and so it, it, they went back to green. They're able to get the track dry and get the race finished in time. Austin Dillon won, which I was not happy about because Austin Dillon uh is annoying and he has a really dumb reality TV show, uh, and he doesn't have a whole lot of talent as a NASCAR driver. That's just my opinion though, but. You got cars going at 190 miles an hour. You can clearly see rain is imminent. You can see a huge storm cloud rolling in. Now, I've complained about this before on the podcast, and i got to keep harping on it. People got to understand something. When you check the Doppler radar, and maybe it doesn't have rain showing, doesn't mean... That you're not going to get hit with rain. That just means rain hasn't come yet. 
So when you see this big purple cloud coming towards you, maybe you err on the side of caution. I complained about that when I went up to Watertown and everyone in the stand was like, yeah, no, it looks like it's going to pass us. And you can clearly see a huge rain cloud coming and the rain started before the event even got underway. Anyway, that's beside the point. The whole reasoning why I get mad, because one, it's extremely unsafe if you're a driver, because like you wreck at that speed, like you're going to, you know, chance of getting hurt. You know, guys have been killed before in NASCAR. Auto racing is a serious, deadly sport. Like, you're driving at a fast rate, and, you know, one slip-up or something like that could easily hurt something, flip, anything like that. And, like, you're going at that higher speed. Like, you just mean to tell me you don't have someone like, I felt a raindrop, let's throw the caution. Like, I get the whole weekend was tough trying to get it in because it was raining constantly. I get that. But when you're racing... You gotta be smart, and you can throw caution flag. So that's what they did at Darlington this week, and it worked out great because a random stray shower popped up. And you want to know what NASCAR did? They threw the caution flag right away. As soon as there were sprinkles, they were like, you want to know what? We're not even going to deal with it, and it worked out good. So, like, NASCAR, for the love of God, if you feel raindrops, chances are the track's going to get wet. So throw a fucking caution. It's not that hard. Uh, so yeah, so that race was kind of a shit show, as they say, and yeah, it uh, it upset me, but a couple other things upset me this week, uh, positive note though, college football officially back, and I'm excited for it, and so college football, like I said, starting up, ready, excited for the Badgers to break my heart like they always do. Uh, and it was an exciting time because I got to go up to the Badger game this weekend, and it was quite fun, great seats, uh, and it was nice to see the Badgers win. Nice to see the Badgers uh, break two school records as well, too. Uh, 100-yard interception return for a touchdown and a 96-yard uh, run by Braylon Allen. I'm going to call it right now the greatest running back in Wisconsin Badgers history. I'm calling it right now. Uh, so just a very fun time. But it was a little annoying, though, and so one of the things that made me mad, though, when I was up there was the gentleman that was sitting in front of me. So, Camp Randall, I'll give you guys a little heads up on it. Uh, Bleacher seating, so bleachers, you don't have that backrest, right? But a lot of areas did have that backrest. Uh, Like, you kind of, it's basically like your little chair that folds up, and so you have a little backrest and a little padding at the bottom, which is nice. It uh, makes things a little bit more comfortable. But the douche nuts in front of me, second quarter on it, turned into a blow-up, basically. He was talking, he knew, like, the people, because, you know, that it's Badger season tickets, so you probably get used to the people that uh, are around you. He decided to lean back in his chair the entire time and talk with the people. Which, I don't mind if you're going to do that. But to do it for two whole quarters, because it's already, you're already kind of cramped in there as is. Like, a stadium is going to cramp in as many people as they can because that allows them to make more money. It is what it is. So you're kind of packed in there like a can of sardines to begin with. And you mean to tell me that you're going to lean back, take up more room. So, like, and I'm a small guy to begin with, but, like, still, you're kind of, like, crunched in there but the guy just leans back the entire time and it's talking to the person so i'm kind of like scrunched up two whole quarters that guy did that you know how uncomfortable that was for me i had to like turn like my knees like so because after a bit i was just kind of like kneeing the guy and i felt bad 
But, you know, he's one of the, I'm sure one of those, I know how things work in the world. Uh, I watch the Badgers with my arms folded, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, just literally just turn and watch the action. Because if you watch the action, you're not going to be leaning back in your chair constantly. And it's like, Hey, hey, hey. That's what you called entitled right there. Because the reason why you called that entitled is because he has been to plenty of Badger games where he's not taking it all in. I took it all in last night. I've only been to a couple Badger games, and that's how I like because it's like it's a treat when you go up there. That guy, I could clearly tell, had been there so many times before. Because it's like, why would you not be paying attention to the action? I mean, come on. And the worst part about it was uh, him and his uh, partner uh, left uh, third quarter before a jump around. And it's like, what Badger fan leaves before jump around? You don't even have to jump around, but you still got to take it in. You mean to tell me like you're that desperate to meet traffic on opening on opening day that you got to like leave before jump around? Come on, man. At that point, like if you're not going to enjoy the game, stand and cheer Give your tickets to someone else that would want to enjoy it. Because, like, for me, I had a blast up there. Because I love Camp Randall, and I love going to sporting events live. Because I don't get to go to them a whole lot, whole lot there. But, like, guys like that rub me the wrong way. Because it's the same shit that I've bitched about with the Cole Center before. Where it's like the Cole Center doesn't make enough noise. Because it's you have people like that that are season ticket holders that are richer than hell. A little bit of an older crowd. And they just sit on their hands and knees. And they're just crossing their arms the entire game. It's like... Have some fun or something. God, stand up. Like, if you want to do all that stuff when you're at home and you're watching the sporting event, fine. But, like, you're it's the first game of the season. Graham Mertz is playing great. Braylon Allen's trucking over people left and right. Defense is getting a shutout. Like, you mean to tell me you're not excited about that? Come on. Then also, too, uh, I think it will be the dumb. I will refer to this as the dumbest thing I've heard. Or dumbest shit I've heard all day. Uh, also, too, we were at the game and they announced that uh, the women's soccer team was having a match uh, going on uh, on like a Tuesday or something like that. And I've kind of walked around the facilities before up at UW and I've kind of seen, you know, where people play. And I don't mind going to soccer matches. I like going to soccer matches. Guy in front of me, ah, you couldn't pay me to go to a soccer match yeah even if it's free it's like dude shut up they're mainly college kids playing like you mean to tell me what your if your granddaughter was playing on that team you wouldn't go see him for free come on i hate it when it's like oh you wouldn't pay me to go see something like that it's like oh yeah sure no 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 one asked for your opinion the only opinion like the only good thing about your shitty ass opinion is is I'm going to put it on this podcast and put it under the dumbest thing I've heard all day. And I get not every sport is perfect for everyone. I'm sure there's people on here that's like, oh, great, he's talking NASCAR again. You know, I'm sure everyone's got their own, like, you know, sports that they like, sports that they dislike. And just for the guy to go, all right, you couldn't pay me to go see a soccer match. It's like, all right, great, congratulations, buddy. And you couldn't pay me another 15 minutes to stand next to you and listen to you, Jack. And it's just like, just respect every sport. And like each sport's dedicate. Like you gotta have dedication to it. Uh, it takes a lot out of you. And you know, for the athletes to do it, it's incredible. Like you gotta just give your hats off to it. Like there's some sports that I don't pay attention to a whole lot. It's just how it goes. 
But, like, do you see me shitting on them? No, because it's like, oh, I don't like it, whatever. I'm just going to move on with my day. That's literally all that you got to do. But people got to shit on it. That, that could be another subject for another day, but that's just uh, kind of my philosophy on that. So you, sir, dumbest shit of the day. Congratulations. You have that honor. Nothing. That makes me mad, though. College football back in action, right? Which means college game day back in action as well, too. And so, I like college game day. College game day for me is just a morning ritual, right? I've been doing it ever since I'm little. Continue to do it. Get up whenever. Walk down to the TV. Turn on the TV. Flip on channel 140. If you have Dish Network. You see college game day on. It's been a stapleton. I don't know, or a staple of my uh, childhood and will continue in my adult years. I like flipping on college game day because I like college football. I like hearing people talk about college football. And I got, especially if it's some guys that I've seen play college football that have moved on to the broadcasting career. They will also talk about college football. And it's like college game day is a three-hour show. Just having some fun with it. Going to make some picks. Going to tell some interesting stories. Going to have some funny moments. Should all be lighthearted, right? But people got to act like they got to take a microscope to it and find comment. Like, you know, like they got to pick it apart. At the end of the day, it's just dudes sitting around picking some games in front of a mainly drunken student section, I'm sure, of people that will cheer or boo when uh, a former coach puts on a mascot headgear of the team he thinks he's going to win. It's a real simple formula that people shouldn't get worked up about. But for some reason they do. So the main thing people get worked up about is Lee Corso, right? Lee Corso, for anyone that does not know, has also been a big part of college game day for a very long time. Lee Corso, former head coach, uh, I believe at Indiana, Navy. Uh, just, you know, his, he's coached around, right? But he's, an, uh, he's a hilarious dude, right? He, uh, one of the founding principles of the college game day show that's what happened with lee a couple years ago lee corso had a sh- like lee was hilarious and like you know he had banter and you know he was sharp as a tech right a couple years ago lee corso had a stroke uh with old with uh when you older you get obviously you have health issues corso had a stroke college game day didn't get rid of him and as a matter of fact i forget what anniversary was i think it was like the 10 year anniversary of when he first put on a mascot headgear for a selection if anyone hasn't seen it he was at an ohio state college game day and he picked ohio state to win and he put on brutus the buckeyes head and the crowd went nuts behind him so that's their tradition ever since they put on the mascot headset right and so corso has the stroke he had said thank you uh Back, like, you know, 2014, I think it was. Hey, thank you for not getting rid of me when I had the stroke, right? So, like, he appreciates being up there. You know, I don't know, like, if it's, like, something that, like, gets him out of bed and, you know, gets him up and at him, basically, or, like, keeps him into it. Because some college coaches, it's, like, they they do it for so long and then they retire and then they end up passing away because, like, college football was, like, what kept them going, basically. So, my whole thing with Lee Corso is he yeah is he slowing down yeah and is he the lead course of old no but if he wants to go out there and do it let him who cares the dude's got a wealth of knowledge 
about the sport. Oh, he makes a prediction that you don't like. Oh, boo-hoo. Like, they've... They don't have him on as much as they do. They bring out Corso for the selection of the picks. He puts on the headgear. Why are you getting so upset about it? Oh, and you see people on Twitter. Oh, Lee Corso should be retired. Lee Corso should be put in a nursing home. You would not say that about your own grandfather. For I think Lee Corso's 87 years old. If he wants to do that for as long as he lives, let him. It's, it's not like we have him in charge of the nuclear codes. Lee Corso's job is basically pick a matchup between two teams and he puts on the headgear and a crowd will either cheer behind him or boo behind him. It's a simple formula, but we get so worked up as a society now that we got to get all upset about little things that should make us happy. I don't understand it. Well, another thing, though, that also made me mad. So week one, they're in Ohio State for Ohio State Notre Dame. They decide college game day. ESPN decides they want to have Jack Harlow be their uh, special guest comment or special guest uh, picker or something like that. Again, literally, they're just having people out for like picking games and don't get me wrong i like it when like people are on there because i've bitched about it before when they have like people that don't know anything about college football on there but it's like week one it's a non-conference game yeah it was cool that it was held the horseshoe late at night uh but like it don't mean a whole lot honestly folks it doesn't mean a whole lot jack harlow comes on and like the reason why oh and everyone was like, oh, I don't know who Jack Harlow is, blah, blah, blah. You read the tweets on this stuff, and it just makes you shake your head. Jack Harlow, one of the top, like, top musicians right now in the game, has a huge following, like, wherever. Like, it's smart business for ESPN to be like, yeah, let's get this guy on college game day so he can bring more eyeballs to our product. Like, that just makes a ton of sense. And like, that, that's literally what people sound like on Twitter. It's just... And so it's like Jack Harlow made some picks. He had some funny moments. Was he the greatest picker of all time? No. Was he the worst? Eh, probably not. But it's like, people, stop getting so bent out of shape for these little small things that have, like, no business, like, will not affect your life no matter what. Like, my life would not have changed if Jack Harlow was the celebrity guest picker or Jim Trussell. It just wouldn't have. I don't, like, I I don't care. Like, it's, okay, cool. I like some of Jack Harlow's music. Sure, I'll listen. I'll watch him. Okay, Jim Trussell would be guest picker. Okay, I'm fine with that. Like, he knows Ohio State. Like, people get so worked up over the dumbest things sometimes, and it's so stupid, and I hate it. But one of the things, though, that did make me mad, unfortunately, UW-Whitewater did not get the selection for college game day to come to town uh, next Saturday when Mary Harden Baylor comes to town to face the Warhawks potential top 10 matchup have to see where the Warhawks are after a uh, after the rankings come out my brain was kind of spinning there for a sec but unfortunately you know, I was hoping for college game day to come to town uh, they decided not to they decided to go to Texas versus Alabama which is probably gonna be blowout I hope it's blowout uh, Texas is very overrated in my opinion uh, and it's just sad. I, I really wanted college game day to come to Whitewater. They've only done a Division three football game one time. They're mainly, you know, Division one, But they've done, like, some smaller stuff that they've had a lot of success for. They go to North Dakota, and it's a huge success. South Dakota was a huge success. You know, they've done, I think, James Madison before. And they, it's, it's something new. Why not just try it out? That's the whole thing that bugs me. Oh, they went to Austin. They've been to Austin before. 
they featured Alabama before plenty of times. But when are you going to get to host? When is UW Whitewater ever going to get a chance to host? Division three just itself, like, especially again, it's no, it's a non-conference game between Texas and Alabama. Alabama has so many pros. I'm probably just going to beat the shit out of Texas. I hope they do. Texas is so overrated. But it just makes me mad. The, that the little town of Whitewater, my, you know, home, my alma mater, wasn't able to host. It, they, honestly, like, like, the, like, I just don't understand their philosophy of it. It's like, yeah, you can go to Austin all the time, but it's like, chance to go to Whitewater? Do you know how packed that place would be? Wisconsin barely gets to host as is. Barely gets to host college game day as is. But it's like a, a Division three football game. ESPN rolling in. College game day. Come on. Host that shit outside of Perkins Stadium. Put that in Lawrence Hyde parking lot. Put that in the center of the arts. You got so many fun spots. Put it in front of Kravis Lake for crying out loud. Do you know how nice a uh, set Kravis Lake would be? Come on. It's one of the finest. One of the finest lakes in all of Wisconsin. But ESPN didn't want to go for it. It was sad. It was disappointing. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I just said earlier, my life's going to go on and I'm not going to complain too much about it because it's just like, would have been cool. But guess what? Life's going to go on. And so I just, you know, I'll watch college game day next week. Wish that they would have been able to come to Wisconsin, but just don't work out like that sometimes. That's just how the leaf doesn't shake, I guess, as they say. I don't know if they say that. I just started coming up with that phrase, and I want to try it out. So that's just how the leaf shakes, I guess. Uh, but whatever. Hope Whitewater gets the win on Saturday. That's all I got to say. I don't like Mary Harden Baylor. And to be honest, I really don't like Texas either. But Mary Harden Baylor had some cocky players on their squad last year. So what I am hoping is that Whitewater decides to pound the rock and run the ball down them boys' throat, and it's a huge blow. But it, that's another thing, though, that kind of rubs me the wrong way with college game day. Come on, it's like, it, it's freshman move-in week, uh, classes just start up, it's like you're going to have a packed atmosphere. Like, could you imagine being a freshman coming in to your school, and one of the first things you get to do is college game day? That's like one of my dreams as is, is to do college game day. Uh, to like, you know, go see like how like it's done and like to just sit in the crowd or even how be up on stage would be insane. But again, like I said, that's just how the leaf turns, I guess. So I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe college game day will come back in a couple of months and be like, hey, you want to know what UW Whitewater versus Oshkosh? Shoot, let's go to it. Uh, granted, that game's on a Friday, but still, like, you know, it's just try something new. That's just my thing. Just try something new. And everyone that, and I'm sure there'd be people that would get all bent up out of shape if Whitewater got to host college game day. They'd be like, the way you're going to that spot. It's like, just it's something new. Just try it. You may like it. And if you don't like it, oh no. You don't have to do it again. Last thing that grinds my gears, it's like, especially like NASCAR is a prime example of that. NASCAR tries to reach out they try to do different tracks they try to run different sports it's like and then everyone just always complains oh why are they doing this they should just go back to the roots it's like well you have to branch out sometimes as a business you just can't do the same model like over and over try something new oh that that track didn't work okay we can just go to a different one 
Or, oh, wow, that track worked out great. Like, God, I remember when uh, they decided, hey, Charlotte Motor Speedway. You know, we enjoy having two... I think they have two races there. I, I have no idea. But it's like, it's a good track. It's a really fun track. Very fast track. But they decide, hey, we're going to make it into a road course. And everyone's like, dude, why are they making it into a road course? And it turned out... And it's they've had really exciting races there before in the past. And it's like, oh, yeah, maybe it's because you got to try something new. You got to remember something. Things that were like traditions for you weren't traditions to other people. Like other people had to start it. And they liked it, and then they kept it going. And sometimes, what you got to do, you got to change up your traditions for other people. You know, mess around, change some things up, because that's how you keep things going. Tradition of NASCAR, right? Like, sports go on, like, some tracks work out, some don't. Stop crying about it. Like, God, I remember when they decided, all right, July 4th, we're doing a, like, a street race at Chicago. We're doing... Uh, where they're literally racing on the streets in a road course. Like, granted, it's not going to be like during rush hour. They're literally going to block off traffic. But it's like they're doing it in advance and to get everything set up. And that's, like, going to be the July 4th race. Everyone, Because, you know, you hear about, oh, it's you got crime there. It's like, well, yeah, every big city has crime. Like, no matter where you go, like, they, 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 they know how to host sporting events, all right? Like, the Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Bears all play there. Like, they, they know how to host a big number of people, right? So it's like, you got to hear that. And then also, too, why are they doing this? It's just like, just shut the fuck up. Honestly, go use your energy elsewhere than a bitch on Twitter. Because I saw the thing where it's like, we're coming to Chicago. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. That's, you know, a lot of people there that maybe, you know, I know they raced at Chicagoland before. But it's something to try, something new. And maybe they make a couple new fans something like that because it's like this whole thing everyone's like oh i'm so sick of nascar because they made this one decision i don't like it's like calm down i'm just trying to reach out and branch out to other people it's not like uh that's gonna be the first race of the year that would be hilarious if it was the first race of the year because then everything would be covered in snow but it's just like people just if something is new and that's not to your liking just try it out see how you like it god everyone just bitches all the time you know, if anyone's going to do bitching, it's going to be me. Because I have this podcast where I discuss things that make me mad. But instead, everyone just cries on Twitter. If they don't, You know what? Just don't, don't cry on Twitter, I think. Like, Twitter should be for, like, fun, sassy videos or something like that. Instead, it's just people constantly crying on Twitter. Um, so, I don't like that as much. I like just coming on here and discussing some of the stuff that makes me mad. But that's going to do it, though, for this week's edition of What Makes Me Mad. I hope you guys are liking me trying to come back with some energy on here and discussing some of the stuff that has made me mad and try to, you know, like I said, revitalize this podcast. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.